1: Welcome to the PHNX Suns podcast. It's a little different because I'm the one hosting today, Saul Bookman, here with Lindsey Smith and Espo. And once again, just a reminder: we are presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, where if you place one dollar on anybody to score a point in an NBA game, you will get hundred dollars in free bets, just like that. How are we doing today, people?
0: I'm doing pretty good.
1: I'm uncomfortable. You're
2: hosting. I've This is a new one. We've do, done this two months and this is a first. I'm slightly uncomfortable I right now. I have
0: a smidge of anxiety about what's to come. Why? Not that you can handle it. It's just I feel like you got some I've hosted up your shows
2: before. Oh, no. I, there's no doubt. Yeah. But you haven't hosted this one, nor have you ever gone, hey guys. I got everything under control <laughs> which in and of itself is just a terrifying
1: phrase from one Saul Bookman. We'll we'll we'll, ju- we'll let the the audience judge uh, whether they're more terrified of me running the host as host or more terrified of your voice today because I don't know <laughs> what is going on with you.
2: Which would you like? Would you like me to go this way or? Even, If it, it if, doesn't if even
0: it,
1: sound I, like If him Somebody at all. tuned in right How now they'd be you? like what? Who is that guy yeah.
2: filling in for Espo?
1: It's whatever this guy it's is. GE. That's <laughs> is Hello. what we call him.
2: Exactly. I, I don't know what's going on with my voice, but hopefully it's not going away. That's uh, what I'm most. Oh, you like it? Inser- no, no, no. I mean, like, I'm not on the road to losing my voice. Oh, because that's oh, kind I of a a, a prerequisite to this whole job thing. Did is, you
1: wake up this morning and, and have that voice already? I did. How, what did your wife think?
2: Uh, oh, She she knows this is my when when my voice is getting wonky i sound like this voice uh, <laughs> she just she just wants me to shut up in the morning because i talk too much so
1: speaking of shutting up i would really like it if the luca lovers out there would shut the hell up when it comes to da saw bringing that transition yeah, that
2: was like a cp3 crossover I was, I was waiting
1: move. there you know it's a, a one-year anniversary of cp3 coming to the I suns know. so cheers you, know, you just nutmeg the da or the uh, luca lovers i there like you it there you go <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about da and luca and and let's just kind of dive into why people feel the way they do about DA. We got it. We got into it a little bit last night on the on the post game show, but it just seems like every time you turn around, it's either DA for cat or we should have taken Luca. It, it's one of those two camps that it feels like fifty um, percent of this country is in. Where do you stand, Lindsay, on the DA love slash hate slash love slash hate?
0: I'm team DA why I mean I'm
1: DA too I just I just I was like why no I I, just you know explain expand
0: okay so the whole DA Luca thing like we went into this in our what ifs podcast early on and I just think at this point like if you're not over it at this point you need some professional help okay (laughs) we're like we literally went over this like we wouldn't have Monty as our head coach we wouldn't have made the finals last year. You could make the argument that maybe we Devin wouldn't be happy or that he would want to leave. Like
1: we wouldn't have CP3. You
0: wouldn't have Chris Paul. Um, who knows who our center could be? Clint Capella? Maybe somebody? Who knows? Right? Like there's just so many. It's just like come on, you guys. Like let's just stop and be supportive of the pieces on this team that we do have. And it's not like DeAndre is an awful player. That's the thing that I feel like bothers me the most about this situation and all these conversations is it's like, as a player and as a person, like, I like DA. I'm not mad that we have DA. Like, he fits into this system. Sure, you could ask for a little bit more from him, and hopefully that will come. But, like, can we just pump the brakes?
2: He's 22 as well, and Luca is a guy who has played since I believe it's 14 professionally. I think that was the age he started professionally. So you're grading on a weird scale too. I mean, DA didn't start playing basketball until he was a teenager. Luca was a professional at that point. Uh, it, that, that bothers me. It's the sliding scale of, Oh, well, DA needs to dunk the ball more often. He does that. Oh, DNA needs to pl- prove it in the playoffs. He does that. Well, DA needs to X, Y, and Z like, it just it is a constantly a, a moving barometer on what success for DeAndre Ayton is, and to me, and I've said this from the beginning, this is the 1984 draft, right? Mm-hmm. This is Hakeem goes one, and Da may never reach Hakeem levels, but I just mean a a very very good talent at one, and and a guy who may be generational, and I know he didn't technically go three, but you traded the third pick for for Luca so you know I, I a guy in Luca that may be generational there and then you've got guys like Trey Young who are going to be very good for a very long time just like you had Barkley in that draft so like the only people that should be pissed off about what happened in that draft in the top half are Sacramento Kings fans you're not even playing the guy you took number two it's it's very much like Portland and and Sam Bowie uh, Guy gets injured, doesn't have much of a career there. That's a team that could be angry. But I don't understand the visceral
1: reaction in Phoenix to this still to this day. You know, the funny thing is, is when we re- when we look back and we we think about the hype going into that draft, um, D.A. or Luca, uh, at least around here, it was D.A. or Luca for the most part. They had a little bit of the Bagley sprinklers in there. But most of the most of the consensus was D.A. or Luca, and uh, it to me, it's almost that, that same thing. The the same the theory of the backup quarterback, right? Luca has played overseas for so long and at a professional level, but overseas professional level is not the same as the NBA. It just isn't. Um, Ricky Rubio played professionally overseas for quite a while. You would never have taken Ricky, Ricky Rubio over Da in, in this draft as as young prospects. So I feel like the ones that thought, oh, okay. Luca is the next best thing. They just got lucky on this one because there's been other prospects that have come out and got drafted that high that did not pan out. And so when, when you're talking about DA versus Luca, okay, so you got lucky and you thought it was going to be Luca and it is Luca. Like, so what? Luca's playing at an insanely high level from the jump of his career, but like he has the ball in his hands just about 90% of the time. And it's a little easier for him to do the things that he needs to do. When when, you're predic- when you're in your offense is not built around you, I should say, from the jump, it's always been built around Devin Booker, it's a little bit more difficult for you to put those points up um, the way Luka is. Well, when your head coach even says,
2: basically, you're the fourth option because Booker, CP3, then he talks about McHale and mm-hmm. wanting McHale to be the third option on offense. Mm-hmm. When you are the fourth option at best, on your offense and you still are, are getting double doubles and getting the, the dirty work to get those points. Uh, yeah. I, I, I won't, I won't poo poo on the people that, that wanted Luca, uh, you know, that, that said that because obviously they saw something and, well, and, and they were correct in player. it. Yes. And that's is. cool.
0: Yeah. They're both good players. It's but, okay
2: for both of them to be good. Players yeah. Too. But it, the problem is a lot of people that wanted Luca over D a, so badly want the attention for saying that they were right in that mm-hmm. that I think it's it's created this kind of weird everything's got to be negative about DA because well we were right on Luca and DA hasn't hasn't changed every last
1: aspect of everything in Phoenix. It's like yeah, but who's made it further in the playoffs? Well, I mean the, the other conversation I'll ask you this, Lindsay: Is it more that uh, we want Lu- or people wanted Luca because? Of his stardom and how he has just completely exploded since the beginning of his career, or and they're losing sight of the fact that maybe DA was just a better fit in terms of the structure of the future of the Suns, um, or vice versa.
0: Um, I think it was just personal opinion. I think, I think with basketball, just sports in general, I kind of feel like, um, opinions of a player sometimes way more than the overall big picture uh and i'm not that's not like a jab or anything that's i think kind of human nature to an extent but i think if you and the other thing is the receipts factor right like if you put on twitter that you're you want luca over da number one and then it doesn't happen you have to back up kind of why you wanted luca and you have to kind of prove yourself that like, oh, see me saying this wasn't the wrong choice. And it goes both ways. Um, I don't know that the stardom thing kind of really played into it too well, much, yeah. but maybe because, I mean, he would have put Phoenix on the map more so than it is now. And that's what I'm
1: saying is like for a, for a city, for, for you know, at It would have done a
0: lot for us as a basketball at, at, at city. At
1: times, yeah. So desperate for national attention. I think having a Luca in the fold definitely didn't, didn't hurt. And no, it I think it, it kind of reaffirmed people's, you know passions that we should have drafted Luca, so that way we would be more on the national stage like the Dallas Mavericks apparently um, are more than the the defending Western Conference champions, which is th- silly. That leads me to believe it wouldn't have mattered. Phoenix is the is the issue,
2: not I I don't think even with Luca that Phoenix and the per- perception would have changed. I think some of that perception from media, from national has to do, with a gentleman who's under investigation by the NBA right now. I I don't think you're
0: wrong about that, Espo. I think a Mm, a lot of it stems back to that and just people goes back to the opinions thing, right? Mm -hmm. People have opinions and then it sways the way that you move forward in all different areas of life. And that's an opinion that a lot of people hold and probably a reason why coverage is the way it is.
2: Well, I mean, even fellow Board of Governors don't have expressed disdain or dislike uh, for Robert Sarver, so I think that plays in a factor. If the league even has a stigma against a guy, their broadcast partners may feel a certain way too. Like I don't think Luca would have fundamentally changed the way that Phoenix basketball is covered. Especially, yeah. you're making up for a decade of shit. All right, and and that does not happen. Overnight, even if Luca had been dropped in here. I mean, Devin Booker didn't get respect, and he was doing otherworldly things in his first five seasons. I they go to the Western Conference fine, or they go to the finals, they win the West, and there's last still year still
0: conversation about whether or not we deserve that attention.
2: Oh, well, people are like, Well, you didn't deserve it. Injuries, blah blah. And it's like, no, they won the West, they went to the finals. Like, put some respect on the damn name, they have the longest win streak in the NBA and their longest win streak since 2010. They're still not getting necessarily all that respect. I just, I don't think fundamentally it would have changed if you drafted Luca in that case, you would have had more of international attention. I'll give you that. Uh, But Slovenians already love the Suns because it's Goran's time. So I don't think that's another thing. It's not like you're getting a guy like Yao Ming and getting a China fan base. You're getting a guy from a, a place that has, I believe, two million people uh, there as well. So your even your international impact isn't isn't huge with that. To me, it's okay to say Luca is a great player uh, and and a potentially a generational talent, and still say and Da is very good, and I'm happy with what the Suns did mm-hmm. because they had they've had success, and I'm not sure if you take Da or if you take Luca. And again, this is all thought experiment because we don't know, but do you take Mikhail Bridges? Do you trade up to take Mikhail Bridges at 10? What does any of this look like uh, at that point? You don't know. And it's not as if I'd rather have right now the Sun's future
1: than Dallas's future. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. that that's that's kind of a no-brainer for me. I, that's an interesting point. I, I never really thought about, about the, the ownership impact of this and the perception uh, from those outside in terms of you know, in, uh, you know, uh, just being on the national stage or or getting the love that that the Suns probably deserve at this point, or they, they definitely do deserve. I, I just have never thought about that. That's that's very interesting.
0: Well, because a lot of it is relationship building, right? Like I, this is pure speculation. I don't know anything, but like, it's not like Mark Cuban is the best owner in the NBA or you know whatever. Like, there's a lot of reports out there that. He makes all the basketball decisions and sometimes he makes decisions that shouldn't be made and goes over people's heads and things like that. So it's not like he is the perfect NBA owner, but who knows what his relationships look like with other entities, people who are covering the team and vice versa here in Phoenix. Like Those things come into play majorly in situations like this. If you have bad blood with somebody who runs ESPN or whatever it may be, like, you're not going to get the same amount of coverage as somebody who may be like best buds with that person. Well, you know,
2: you got to take it. Dallas obviously has its own or- organizational issues too. Totally. The league did an <laughs> and investigation in there. This sure. whole entire, no.
0: Like League doesn't have some sort of issue.
2: But you got to keep in mind that Mark Cuban and Shark Tank made a whole hell of a lot of money for ABC and Disney over the years. Yeah, that's true.
0: And he's also like publicly, at least seemingly a likable guy right like he's on sure he does tiktok dances with his kids you know what i mean like he's fun on shark tank like he goes on podcasts he's very active yeah for sure he's got a lot of charisma and a lot Mm -hmm. of people are attracted to that
1: that's very i mean very interesting points uh i never even thought that we would go down that road when we were talking about (laughs) da and luca and here we are that's pretty dope that's that's pretty cool that's why we do this podcast (laughs) is because you guys bring up points like that
0: Are you going to bring up the cat discussion at all? Sure. I just have one thing to say. Sure, let's go. Let's do it. Um, I guess I'm just trying. Maybe you guys can shed some light on this for me because I've never really understood why we have the conversations around potential trades that have really no weight to them, right? Like we don't know what's going on in the front offices of those two teams. Mm -hmm. We don't even know if Cat would want to come here, like he or that Devin
2: would want Cat,
0: right? So I just I'm trying to understand like why do we have those conversations because I feel like they hurt it's more than they help.
1: It's it's all in the land of make-believe. It's all it is. You know, it's it's more is it just it's, like
0: wishful thinking? It's, it's yeah, it's
1: like window shopping. Okay. You know what I mean? It's it's you think something is better on the other side than it really might be. You know, because I
0: totally understand the conversation between Kat and DA, like on both sides, right? Like you can say DA has more um He brings more defensively. Cat brings more offensively. Maybe Cat could get better defensively in Monty Williams' And he has this year, yeah. And it's just, but to me, it's like, would Cat even want to leave? Or does Cat go the route of like a Giannis and be like, I want to win with the team that chose me the same way Devin has stated, I want to win with the team that chose
1: It's more of the fact that, first of all, the Booker-Cat thing is the thing that, really sparked all this right oh they were together at kentucky that must mean they love each other and that must mean that they want to hang out all the time and that must mean that they want to play together especially on the heels of all these teams and all these other players that are trying to you know do what lebron did and and play with their boys and stuff like that like i can see how you want it and then uh, also it doesn't help when you know devin booker did say he would love to build a super team here um so then you immediately start thinking like oh who would that be it, it, oh, it's cat. It's got to be cat. Cat's got to be one of those guys because he's on a shitty team and he probably wants out because he's on that shitty team. But, but, but like Devin Booker, I think cat's kind of largely in this in this role as well. Devin Booker never once blinked at the fact that he did not want to leave Phoenix mm-hmm. ever. Right? He he's never said that publicly that he wanted to leave Phoenix. There
0: weren't even rumors. Not behind even the rumors. Scenes, that no. Cat
1: that has said the same exact things about Minnesota. He doesn't want to leave Minnesota. And and so I don't understand why people still persistently try to go down that road. Go ahead. It's because people want to think they're smarter than the the, than the
2: guys and and the gals in the room where it happens. Right. They want to sit there uh, and and look, we in part have jobs because this happens and (coughs) speculation uh, is is a thing that people enjoy. But people want to act as if every team is a fantasy team and I can make this team better in X amount of moves, you know, and this is the way they would be better. So you mix what we just talked about with the DA frustration that his name isn't Luca and then the desire to tinker and act like, you know how to build a better team than, than James Jones I mean, maybe you know how to build a better team than Lance Blanks. I mean, that doesn't take much. But, you know, James Jones obviously proving he knows how to build a team. So people – but people are like, oh, well, I could do better. And swapping DA for Carl Anthony Towns, I mean, it makes sense. You go to the Booker, the lazy Booker tie to things, and the, oh, well, Cat's probably the next big guy to be frustrated with what he's doing. And, well, we got a big here that we're frustrated with, you know, it's – it's just a lot of loose ties that people try to pull together and, and go, look, I'm smarter than, than the people that know, you know?
0: Well, and I'm not trying to be up on like my high horse. Like, Oh, I don't do that. No, you know we I all mean? Do. Like, I completely understand the desire to want to have those conversations. I just think sometimes it gets, it gets a little too heated maybe to where you're like legitimately fighting with each other or with people on the internet. And it's like, that that to me is like that takes the fun out of it's it it's also
1: me. it's also like we were having these conversations in year 1 for DA you know what i mean like you haven't even given this guy an opportunity to develop or learn a system uh and then he's had to learn two systems in, in his first two years and then you know obviously money has brought him a certain way so has cp3 uh it, it's just it, you you people just didn't want to give DA a chance and that's the frustrating part for me is is that nobody wanted to give him a chance and he has definitely improved From year one to now year four, um, especially defensively, and I would even say offensively, he knows what his role is. Uh, He plays it at a very high level. And people just – they want the dominant superstar. That's what they thought they were going to get in D.A. D.A. hasn't delivered on that aspect of things, but he has defensively. He finally came through defensively, one of the dominant bigs in the game, and it still isn't good enough for people. D.A., I would argue D.A., Understanding his role on this team is just as valuable, if not more valuable, than what Cat does for Minnesota. I agree, but
2: defense isn't sexy to a lot of people. And I hate to put it that way, but that's really what it is. People don't pay to for a basketball ticket or for league pass or any of these things to watch defense. They just don't. And that's, that's why he's not getting the praise for that. And some people just fundamentally believe that Carl Anthony Towns, where he is, is
1: is higher than the ceiling that that DeAndre Ayton will ever reach. GA's defense got him all the way to the NBA championship, and people will still try to throw that under the rug. And I just will never understand. I mean,
0: there is a balance in the NBA right now in today's NBA of like how much defense wins championships and how much offense. Like there's a sweet spot in there, but you you do still need defense.
2: (laughs) No defense. I mean. Sun's fans have never have always undervalued defense because they've never really seen it played yeah, well for sure. So you undervalue that as a as a fan base for years because offense has been what you've no- been known for, but you need that defense. There's a reason they made the finals. It was because they played unbelievable defense st- anchored by DeAndre Ayton uh, in most cases. And his offense, I hate how we act like He's he's some guy that can't play offense, like he's Pat Burke or something from back in the day or Garrett Siler. Like the dude can play offense too. He doesn't step out and, and jack threes like some big men, but he still can drop 25 on you in the playoffs in a regular season game, whatever the case may be. It's not like he's a slouch offensively
1: either. I have DA as is- uh, well, prior to his injury, I still, well, I, I still do have him on the DraftKings Sportsbook app as uh, a plus four thousand win defensive player of the year, and I hope I, think
0: I, that I hope
1: he uh, picks it up this second half or actually the rest of the season and gives me my money because I really want that money. <laughs> uh, if you haven't used the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you should definitely do that uh, today. They have a pretty cool bet where you could just pick the highest scoring team. Who you think is going to be the highest scoring team of today's set of NBA games is. Um, and right now, the 76ers are at plus 1200 I love anything over plus a 1000 So I put $25 on that, and I hope I win. I probably won't, but I hope I do.
2: <laughs> you realize they have no Joel Embiid. Yeah, I don't care. You know, you've got Ben Simmons on a wanderlust, whatever it well, is if you Well, if you think yeah. that
1: I was picking the 76ers because Ben Simmons no. was going to score, <laughs> I got another thing coming. I, I feel
0: Look, so bad for that whole situation.
2: Man, pretty, that's a bummer. It's pretty ugly. Did you see that? The Warriors, you can actually get them plus three tonight against the Nets. I'm like, any chance you can get plus on the Warriors, I'm taking that. Yeah. Like I mean, the way they've been playing,
1: especially at home, especially at home. Yeah. They, like, they've been awesome. They've been amazing. What, uh, tomorrow's game, Mavs, Suns, I think the Suns are favored by three and a half.
2: I believe that's where we're sitting right now.
1: What, what, what are you feeling right now about that?
2: I think, look, I'm on a bit of a heater. We've
1: talked you about this. You are on a bit of heater.
2: I think the Suns lose tomorrow, win Friday. Ooh. I think they split this.
0: That wouldn't surprise me. Um, like they talked about it on the broadcast last night, as far as the Timberwolves side of things, coaches have said notoriously the first game back home after a road mm-hmm. trip, your team just doesn't play as well. So that wouldn't surprise me if they lost tomorrow. But it was only a two-game on road
1: trip. That's the thing that I kind of laughed about. Was it three? Yeah, yeah it
0: was three. Grizzlies, Rockets,
1: Oh yeah, that's Timberwolves. Rock, yeah. And it was a weird travel it was pattern. Really weird I miss, I miss
2: yeah. Yeah. weird <laughs> travel pattern, too, when you have to go Memphis, Memphis Houston, Houston, then up to Minnesota, and then back to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and it's a mental thing, too. I, I don't think it's always about the, the miles traveled uh, either. So I just have a feeling Wednesday against the Mavs is a loss, but Friday against the Mavs, which, again – weird freaking scheduling totally. Wednesday against the Mavs at home on ESPN at eight o'clock Friday against the Mavs at home on ESPN at eight o'clock just bizarre scheduling but I think Wednesday is a loss I I'd take Dallas and the points and then Friday I take the Suns for
1: sure new customers who bet just one dollar on either team to score can win one hundred dollars in free bets when a team scores just by using promo code PHNX as a reminder, 21 and over Arizona only gambling problem called 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash for details. Lindsay just learned that Adele and Rich <laughs> Paul are <laughs> yeah. dating and it's blowing me away. And that's a perfect segue into our next game.
2: Can I, can I ask her how, Oprah freaking interviewed him. How did you miss? Like, this has been well known. She's been courtside yeah. with Rich Paul at Lakers games. She was here courtside <laughs> for was. the NBA finals. I knew
0: she was here, but I didn't know that yeah, was the real. Okay. I reason. didn't
2: realize Dell became Let's, such a huge Phoenix Suns fan. Let me
0: be honest, okay? The first half of 2021, I was living under a rock. Like straight up, I went into hibernation. Okay, You're like stuck in a
1: transformation. If it wasn't on
0: talking. TikTok, I was not paying attention they to it. Off and the apparently, transformation I was not on that side out. of TikTok.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't watch. T- you just literally you lived on TikTok for like six months.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. i believe it how do we hire her like she remember. didn't she
2: just watch tiktok for six months i mean is that that's the prerequisite a reset to
1: get <laughs> like, ready for i gotta say this i think you're the odd man out on this one because i have lived on tiktok for a while too
0: you will not meet a single person who genuinely enjoys tiktok that won't tell you oh yeah you gotta be careful because before you know it i'll be two hours in yeah. scrolling through tiktok
2: for Look, sure guys, it's that
0: great the algorithm is just good
2: you yeah. guys got me starting on the TikTok adventure so
0: yeah, just wait i haven't see. i haven't dropped the
2: TikTok yet but but I, i'm soon watching
1: enough. i'm lurking soon enough. we're yeah. actually gonna start our brand TikTok here at the beginning of january so that'll be interesting i i did not mean to interrupt your game i just that blew me oh, away no, that no, no, she no, had no, no clue no
0: i it was i literally saw it on my timeline right before we started watching the or recording the show and i was like wait yeah. we just a <laughs> minute. Oh my goodness. the other thing is is I thought Adele just got divorced pretty recently but I guess maybe it was a little bit no, farther it's been back a than... long time. does that stop anybody from dating
2: real quick no like, but I guess I just some people I... do it before they're divorced yeah, <laughs> you <know? laughs> I just assume
0: I don't know it just it, it blew my mind. I was that's, not prepared for that. That's crazy. Some right? people get my divorced because they start dating.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, okay, it is a weird pair. I'll say that for it. It is. It's. I did not think that that was going to be on the bingo card this year for sure. Mm-mm. Well, uh, you know, we were talking yesterday about Lindsay and her Instagram before Espo basically called me a creep for looking at your Instagram, which I thought was weird. Um, so <laughs> totally I weird. I did a deep dive into your Instagram, oh, no. Lindsay. That's and even creepier. I want to I play a game <laughs> called Lindsay. Or Kid Cudi because Kid Cudi is one of my favorite artists, and um, I, this game is specifically designed for Espo. Lindsay, you're going to give me your thoughts after Espo answers, but I'm going to give you a caption of something that is on Lindsay's Instagram, and Espo has to tell me whether or not that's her or if that's. Let's just call him a rapper if you don't know Hold who on. Kid Cudi is. I let me answer this like
2: a uh, a Jeopardy, don't poo poo on the game, Jeopardy Espo. Qu- what are
1: I don't two a things thing. Espo knows nothing about? I, doesn't matter. Kid, whatever, matter. and Lindsay's in. You know who Lindsay is, so you can tell me if you we're think we're about it's... to find out if I actually <laughs> know who Lindsay uh, is. I think you're gonna feel I miserably think this is gonna at this All right, really really let's go. So mm-hmm. the first caption Mojo so dope. so dope. That's not Lindsay, that's Kid Cuddy. Oh, nice. Okay. He start. One, he gets a plus one. All right. Uh late nights. That's Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that
0: alright Espo Esso, you're on a roll I was not expecting this
1: pursuit of happiness mm. Kid Cudi oh <laughs> look at this guy one more sleep Lindsay talking about basketball season you think I'm a creep on your Instagram uh, I
0: mean,
1: Esso, maybe Espo <laughs> he was, he was just being no. undercover about this huh? <laughs> no this is just easier than I thought it would be give me all the sneakers ooh
0: that's a tough
1: one. Ooh. Lindsay. Lindsay? Yeah. What do you think?
0: I, I feel like I would have said that for sure.
1: Very good. Off with your head.
2: Lindy did go through a dark time recently, <laughs> but I'm gonna go Kate too. Cuddy. You
1: yeah.
0: I would say that too, but I don't think I have uh shoot.
1: This is gonna be weird if I get neat. it right. And you so you think it's you? And you uh, think I think it's, it's Kate Cuddy. Cuddy. It is definitely Lindsay. Whoa. Yes. All right. Well, remind shots. me not to piss her off. Tequila uh, both. shots. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it depends on uh, how
0: far Kid back Cuddy. you went. Kid okay. Cudi. Uh, you? I'm going to say Kid Cudi.
1: It was Kid Cudi. Okay. Wow. Espo, you fucking killed that. Man. You see, you, you 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 act like you never look you at should, Lindsay's you see, Instagram. You see,
2: no, you just think you're smarter than me sometimes, <laughs> and th- that wasn't as tough of as as it sounded. So you oh, only this, missed
0: one. He I've only said, missed
1: one. He missed one. That's think, all he missed. Think about this:
2: five out of seven days a week for two months, I've sat in a room with Lindsay and talked with her, heard what she talks about, heard he, have heard what she said. I that, actually, I actually
1: thought it was more that. Um, The Kid Cudi ones were a little bit more obvious than I wanted them to be. So maybe not not like because I know you don't know who Kid Cudi is. I do. Do you? I rock with Kid Cudi on my way home. No, you do. I do. You you just said
0: kid, whatever his
2: name is. That was a front. So so Saul thought he was going to get me with this game. Okay.
1: All right. All right. Well, well done. Well done. Uh, yeah, that's all yeah, I he have. Th- he, <laughs> thought, he thought <laughs> that was going to be some
2: huge success at making fun of Espo, yeah. and uh, it was not
1: dead. No, no. If you want to make fun of Espo, just go look at my Instagram from yesterday. You'll or, you'll laugh your ass. <laughs> or look at anything I post. It's not that
2: tough to make fun of
1: me. <laughs> uh, as a reminder, please go to gophnx.com. Gerald's got some great stuff on there. Um, uh, in, in addition to all the merch that we have, and um, the sale does end for members tomorrow, so uh, buy one, get one free on any Suns merch that we have in stock so uh please go there and check it out also make sure you subscribe to our youtube channel and also subscribe if you haven't already to this channel um wherever you're listening to this podcast on we'd greatly appreciate it
2: yeah leave that five star review you don't have to say anything nice you can insult us in the written part just leave the five stars That's <laughs> the that's the important thing Fair don't enough. forget that and apparently it's not uh, smash the like button on YouTube and smash the subscribe button.
0: I mean, or uh, both. I got that
2: wrong. You, oh, could, you, do both. You, could you could do both. You could do both. Yeah. Could. I mean, the subscribe helps us a little bit more, but uh, you know, I, I had an old man moment earlier on Twitter. Hey, Same Saul
0: again. made fun of me the other day because I said YouTube page. What is it? What did I say? YouTube page instead of YouTube channel? Yeah, yeah. It's a
2: page too. That's, it's yeah. a page. Look. <laughs> it's not a page. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: it's not a page. It's not
0: ever been called a youtube page or has it always been a youtube no, it's, channel it's
1: always a youtube channel yeah
0: i guess i'm old on that because
1: we stream through a channel we don't it's not it's not like a page you, you
2: know what's sad is my <laughs> my five-year-old daughter who watches things on her tablet knows how to better promote a, a youtube channel I than i do you, my niece is the <laughs> same way she acts like life is one giant youtube channel like it's yeah. true Hit that subscribe button
0: and click if, like. If you're having fun, be sure to leave a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. That kind of stuff all the time. Are, I'm like, that's exactly to do that. That's exactly no, how you guys should sound when you guys are trying to promote it. What, hey, Where is this going? Click that subscribe button and do the likes thing too. Hey. <laughs> Clip that, producer Jacob, who's over there on the side. Clip that. We're going to run that back over and over again. Uh, we might just dub it into every freaking podcast. I'm with me. That'd be awesome. So Whatever uh, it takes. Also, tomorrow on tomorrow's pregame show, we will have Mega Ran, if you don't know him, he has a Mega uh, he has his own YouTube channel and, a page uh, and he is uh fantastic uh when it comes to to hip hop. And he has a, a lot of songs and rumor has it he's going to produce one for us as well. He'll be on the show for the pregame tomorrow. So please join us for that. It should be pretty fun. Yeah, one that'll be
0: at 7 yeah. 30 p.m. Uh, because it is a damn
1: little Damn you espn
0: Now, like those eight p.m. games give me insight into what it's like being on the east coast and trying to watch basketball and i could never in my <laughs>
2: young in my younger days i used to think i'd love being on the east coast because you could stay up late you'd have games
1: on like now i'm like
2: shit eight o'clock Thank we're not God, God, we're, we're not, on not going live coast. till what 11 <laughs> 30 what is this shit i you know? know
1: just imagine if we were on the the west coast like if we're in california right now um, they're an hour behind yeah, us. That's a nine, so oh. like that would be a seven o'clock game normally. So six thirty pregame, but the games on the East Coast that start at like four thirty or yeah. five thirty would be like two o'clock in the afternoon. How that's, phenomenal would that be? That's some yeah. terrible math, Saul. They don't start games on the East Coast at five,
2: where it'd be two on the West. They okay, start seven. at seven, so, so it'll be, be four.
0: Who's getting out of work at four? That's, That's a pain in the ass. You're missing point. the point, Espo. The point. That is your last hour of work. Yeah. Is watching the I'd game. I'd rather
1: watch a game and, and just coast. Yeah. Yeah. Spoken as somebody who has
2: not worked in a non-sports corporate job in the last handful uh, of years.
0: You just, gotta, you just years. gotta learn how to finesse it, oh. Like I can give you some tips, but you you don't, don't log onto to the here. Wi-Fi. You use your own network. You bring in a different what? device. Like, like he, there's no. Is trace.
1: also acts like he hasn't been working from home before this job <laughs> for like oh. a year and a half. Like he couldn't have it on in the oh, background. It's true.
2: I mean, I get the
1: hell. I actually took a week off for the Bubble
2: Suns uh, to to just watch games. <laughs> I just. But what I would, what was Lindsay doing at the Suns that she knows all these Wi-Fi hacks? Like, <laughs>
0: no, I mean, I, when I was at the Suns, I I was allowed to watch games. Like, yeah, it's, you mean, know, like you said, you we work in the sports transformation kind of center. had twenty
1: four screens. Why not use yeah, one? Yeah, what of else our, was but, I hey, supposed
0: to do in there all day? Hey,
2: some of the guys I worked with at the Suns were watching Netflix all day. So you know.
0: Uh, so whatever, whatever that. worked, whatever works for
1: you. I you mean, know? I was watching Netflix at work when I was at Bally's.
0: I don't hate it. I don't it. think you should I don't admit hate that. on that Why at all. not? <laughs> what
1: are they gonna do? Find me? I mean, like I'm okay. I mean, you're watching TikTok half the day here. So I mean, my, my job was literally social media, so I had to watch trends.
0: True, but here's the other side of that, just as a whole, right? Like there are a lot of people who work normal everyday jobs who could get their job done in four hours, but are still required to be there for eight. Yes. What else are you going to do? I always that felt
2: guilty. Like I was stealing. That's your problem. No, that's I know that's the company's
0: problem for not rewarding problems. you for being a efficient worker <laughs> yes. and letting you go home. Like, yeah. That's it's on like it's like Michael Scott in the setup. office
1: office when he when he says, "Well, Jim's kind of lazy. You know, it'll take me eight hours to do a job, and it takes him fifteen minutes. So what does he do with the rest of his time?" I'm like, you your shitty at your job." Mm-hmm. I I just. I have many problems <laughs> and that was one of them. All oh, right. <laughs> I th- sometimes, Espo, I just want to tell you, hey man, just let it go. Like I'm stop worrying chill. about what everybody else is thinking. Just do what you want to do.
0: Not chill, dude. You it's hard, be. Espo. I feel ah. you. I go back and forth on that. All the time, I'm an anxiety. Re- You've sat next to me for oh, how long just, now?
1: Just a ball. Of, I'm a ball,
0: a ball of anxiety, of anxiety. like. I feel but you.
2: it's also how I've gotten a lot of places in life, so <laughs> it's a double-edged sword. <laughs> this is true. I this don't think true. we're sitting in this room if I wasn't a ball of anxiety.
1: So. <sighs> Probably not. Probably <laughs> not. So. so I'm sorry, Shout everybody. Out to
0: anxiety. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Again, 7:30 pregame tomorrow. Uh, please join us. It'll be fun, Mavs sons da luca the whole nine yards I almost forgot what to say right there <laughs> two so, times in three days get ready for a lot of bullshit oh yeah awesome and then we have five games in seven days starting sunday which is
0: Ooh, just and the thanksgiving holiday in there to, next yeah. week is gonna be heavy yeah,
1: it's gonna be heavy so literally uh, and figuratively for myself this is Lindsay smith you can find her at Lindsay smith az And this is Espo at Espo. You can find me at Saul underscore Bookman. The underscore is there because
2: my anxiety needs some place to live. There you go. (laughs) And
1: it usually lives in the office right next to me. (laughs) Um, So we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye.